0: good people.
1: Peace.
0: Fee, how you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling good. Good and tired. Good and (laughs) tired. How are you feeling?
0: I am happy to be here, but outside of this moment, it feels like a daze.
1: Feels like a daze. (laughs) Yeah. Like a haze.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga.
1: With Kariga and Felicia.
0: And most importantly, you. The listener on the Black Love Podcast Network.
1: Yes. Hey,
0: Fee, mm-hmm. I have an affirmation that comes from your text that I want to read. Okay. That can really just help ground me in this moment. All right. And I hope it works for you. Me too. And the listeners alike. Okay. We're going to be reading from the Soul Affirmations text from Mothers Who Are Investigating Grief's Process. And I'm going to read from page 52. Okay. Mm hmm page 52 reads all I have in this moment is the present who I am in this moment is enough all I have in this moment is the present who I am in this moment is enough I want to just take a second and thank you for authoring this Mm. thank you it's a reminder yes to be present but the who I am in this moment, like it's just me in this moment, but there are moments that are working on my behalf mm. even before I get there, right? But the best way to experience those moments are to be present. So mm. I'm grateful to be present today and to unpack, investigate, uncover, and discover these experiences of love. Mm.
1: Well, I appreciate that affirmation. I think it is a gentle reminder, and I, it has me sitting here like, "Wow, okay, who am I in this moment? Right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How am I feeling in this moment? The truest sense of it. I feel a little tension in my shoulders, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and feel like, okay, it's, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be able to come to this space and take intentional time to like sit and process with you. But when I wrote that, I was thinking about who I was. Then and I was able to like, I was able to identify it more clearly, then, which is strange now, given the nuances of grief Mm -hmm. um, and how they can be so many different things and not always able to be defined. But I very much remember who I was in that moment. So, asking myself, like, now, like, who am I in this moment? Is it enough? My moments have changed so much. So much has happened since I've written that. And I think that's what I am experiencing right now as I'm reflecting on it. And I'm grateful for it, right? Like Mm -hmm. we just celebrated Kamali's second birthday. Mm -hmm. And I think if I pause and just pause in that for a second, that is And I can feel the emotion in my body about that. So again, thank you for pulling that. Because you know, I actually haven't even taken time to process
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: what this second year means. And it's not just two years of being Kamali's mom. It is approaching four years of being Kamayus. And I can't have Kamali without Kamayu. So... I hold that story and that journey as well as I think about her turning to. So like I feel the, I feel it all. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, Kamayu made you a mother. Right. Right. This is just another chapter, another iteration of motherhood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Kamayu made you a mother. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the first time experiencing a second birthday.
1: A second birthday. Right. With a child Earthside, side who is active.
0: Fully active. (laughs) I think about, uh, you said you remembered so much about who you were when you wrote this. Mm -hmm. And this author was not approaching a second birthday party for Kamali. Right. Right? Mm -mm. Uh, Birthdays looked a lot different Mm -mm.
1: than
0: the courage to experience birthdays didn't look different. The amount of inward processing it took to even... Experience a birthday to say something about Kamayu's birthday.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It looked a lot different mm-hmm. than this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I will say, what is consistent is who you are in this moment. Certainly enough.
2: Hmm.
0: In fact, more than enough. And I wanna I want to take a little time to. Uncover someone, you know, those those teachings, those learnings, the things we experienced while preparing for Kamali's birthday and while celebrating Kamali's birthday. And, yeah, I, I want to start there. Okay.
1: What, what were those moments?
0: One of the things I kind of think about when we get into her birthday, it's kind of hard to separate all the goodness that happened that weekend. Mm-hmm. While celebrating her birthday mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and i maybe maybe I'm not called to separate it. Maybe they're all part of the blessings mm-hmm. Maybe it's a collective experience mm-hmm. because each person who we experience these blessings with came for her birthday. Mm-hmm. and each person who we experience these blessings with know and love and have their own connection with Kamayu. Mm -hmm. So none of this was actually happening without Kamali. Okay. Mm. But let's begin with taking Kamali to San Diego,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To
0: Sesame Place. To
1: Sesame Place.
0: Can you tell me how to get?
1: To Sesame Street.
0: (laughs) And what started off is like, you know, the parents taking Kamali.
1: Mm, that what really it was my mom's idea. She really wanted to do this. That's right. And it was just going to be us. You That's know, right. And her and, and you. I mean, you and her.
0: And it turned into my mom. Mm-hmm. So Kamali had both of her grandmothers there, mm-hmm. which is a special blessing in and of itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because in previous episodes of our story. You might have heard about how these women got together and prayed. And I think this is the first time I'm connecting the dots on that. I know they're both her grandmother. But as early as I began dating you, courting you, those women have been getting together and praying on our behalf.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, so They can pray, can't they?
0: Oh, they can do it.
1: They can pray. I swear to you. Sheen and I, we talk about this all the time. Our children's 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 children are covered through these prayers.
0: That's how it should go. I'm certain of it. But I just want to take a freeze frame how blessed she is to be able to have both of her grandmothers available Mm -hmm. and able-bodied to come and celebrate her
2: Yeah.
0: and what it felt like to have those prayers and those coverings during the celebration. And then we had extended family mhm right we had your brother and his grandson mhm right it's actually your your great nephew
1: right i got a great nephew <laughs>
0: right but he's also kamali's age and we had your sister-in-law mhm we had
1: my best bud
0: yeah we had the keys and
1: yeah and roman and,
0: and kamali's godbrother roman
1: mhm
0: all these things right
1: she had, a, she had a whole posse with her.
0: Well, she also had the people there with her who were in the room praying with us when Kamayu was born. True. That's the same cast mm-hmm. showing up in different circumstances, mm-hmm. And I think for the first time, I'm able to understand that framing. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of hard to do it when you're in the logistics brain Absolutely. of travel, departure times, hotel accommodations traffic, route, meals, right? It's very much cerebral, very ABC Mm -hmm. oriented. Mm -hmm. But now having the ability to kind of zoom out and look at who was there and all the gifts they added, the goodness they added, the kindness they added, the way they served, Mm -hmm. it gives me such a deep feeling of joy Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and praise that these people could show up under a different set of circumstances. Wasn't nothing heavy about this time. Mm. It was smiles and joy and laughter. I even remember us all having appetites. And as crazy as that sounds, one of the earliest memories I have of all of us being together was my, I had no appetite. Mm. And they were all trying to feed me, and I could not eat. Mm. So to think that we were able to come together and celebrate and eat and walk and talk and have fun, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that's paramount to me. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I could not leave that unmentioned because it's a building block in what God has been doing for this family. I also think about, I mean, where do you wanna start? We can talk about (laughs) going out for brunch or I guess the first thing would be dinner, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing would be dinner. This is the night we land. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. We go downstairs (laughs) for dinner. Which was a different experience altogether because there were three toddlers. (laughs) Okay. But we managed to just go downstairs. We figured we weren't going to commute. We just go downstairs to the hotel restaurant. Yeah. And. Something I remember from that meal was Dominica's father,
1: oh yeah,
0: covering yeah the took, bill
1: took care of our dinner for all of us,
0: and he said, No, man, thank you. We wouldn't be here without y'all. Mm. those are his words to me. We wouldn't I be here without that. y'all wow. because I thanked him, and he was just telling me how proud he is of us and the fact that we were able to bring everybody together mm. okay next morning it's all good we are in <laughs> a 12 passenger van okay mm-hmm. and this van is gifted to us by family friends the smiths mm-hmm. in san diego right mm-hmm. and they they gift us or they loan us their
1: their van for the weekend picked us up in this van from the airport switched cars Um, just all access, anything that we needed. In addition to them bringing us the van at the airport, I just want to say that Jasmine also brought me a jar of spaghetti for Kamali. And I felt like that was so prominent. Like you have to have had kids to think that far ahead. And it matters so much when you're traveling to have these things, like transitions are important. And, And for Kamali, like she... She expects to have the things that she has each day, you know, and to make it easier for me. I just love them that in addition to the van, like I said, then Jasmine coming with the food. And this is just on the beginning side of the trip.
0: This is on the first day. Yeah. Like and it's I said to Felicia, I really hope that through the years of parenting, we develop the wisdoms that are necessary to show up for families in ways that they can't see they need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was their forward planning and their insistence us us having what we needed. Yeah. Right. And then it was going to jump a little out of order, but Jazz also catered Kamali's birthday party. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was family style cooking, but it still was one less thing we had to worry about. <laughs> and in my head, I'm still thinking, how do you give like this when your family's as big as it is? How do you have capacity to plan for us, to prepare for us, to serve us this way when your family is already big as it is? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And my brain is actually still kind of clicking on that. I haven't fully resolved it.
1: I think it's when you have more responsibilities, like you're just able to add one more. Like I've heard your mom say this. There's always room for one more. And I think it's because they have five children. So they're already back. Like everything's already
0: in in bulk, in life, like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they
1: already got a lot. So they have a lot to manage.
0: Okay, but what about the part of having time for us? If you got five kids, how do you have time for us? Right? To you pick us up lying. to drop us off. Did the, the logistics, just the way they cared. The yeah. the, the list of recommendations of the restaurants they put together. So this is just happening. What's also happening in that time is we go have a a brunch. With the littles, with the babies, with the families. And Javicia shows up. Like like, (laughs) 40 minutes into brunch at that, right? So she shows up late. (laughs) And in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's just VC showing up, Mm -hmm. you know, popping in, checking Mm -hmm. on us.
1: Orders a latte.
0: Orders a latte, checks on her nieces and nephews and, you know, Mm -hmm. makes her way. Only to be on my way to take care of the bill and the waitress comes to me and says oh I'm sorry your sister already took care of it and she was long gone Mm -hmm. and that one struck me (laughs) it struck me because I never saw it coming Mm -mm. okay but it also struck me because here's yet another person who flew out when Kamayu was being born to be by our side
2: Mm mm-hmm
0: and in the days since hasn't felt any distant, very close and present, but she's coming in to celebrate mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and does so and, and kisses Kamali and Roman and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes her way, right? And I think in there, what really touched me was this idea around this resounding theme of joy and and people showing up to celebrate and to love and to pick up pieces of puzzles that I didn't know were pieces of puzzles because it was all working together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think about the calls that I got from the brothers along the way. Some are still men that I've never met. We mm-hmm. haven't physically met. We know each other through the internet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And just really supporting in fatherhood. And they supported me during Kamayu's birthdays. So they were extra happy to celebrate and support during Kamali's birthday. And one brother who I had not met until this past week, Omari, Mm -hmm. right? Who comes into town because there's a, a screening of a Of a documentary mm-hmm. called aftershock mm-hmm. and it was examining examining the black maternal health rate and then he just sends me this happy birthday note into the regard like it's just a uh, the divinity <laughs> of our first children being born in September, our lives going totally different than we planned mm-hmm. Us with Kamayu, Mm -hmm. he with his wife, Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and just sends a a notice that Kamali is born during Black Maternal Health Week. Mm -hmm. And I never had the, I guess, the foresight or the ability to zoom out and see that that was also happening within Kamali's story.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like all these little bits and pieces that I'm zooming out and finally having enough time to examine. And I think it comes from the fact that like when you, when you're parenting actively parenting, though the days are beautiful, they push and pull you in all different directions. So you don't always have the time to reflect or to be as mindful as you would like to, or have or perceived you'd be. Mm -hmm. It's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's a daily practice of knowing but Kamali is obviously special in ways that I'm still coming to know. But this second birthday just had blessings and blessings and abundance written all over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still processing them.
1: Mm-hmm. Very much so. I love how um, you're taking the time to like revisit portions of how we celebrated Kamali's birthday and connecting them to the journey of being Kamayu's parents. And I think that's so very important um, that we are able to take that kind of time for ourselves. Like I'm, I'm listening to you and you can't see me, but I'm nodding my head in agreement. And I'm also just realizing the significance of looking at your journey, looking at what the journey has been um, and celebrating what it has been and celebrating what is now and nothing has gone in like the exact order of how things have went for her birthday, like as we're talking about it, Mm -hmm. but you brought up the black maternal health week. And I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that like, yes, Kamali was born during that week. And I don't, I can't say that I didn't know. i actually kind of remember this being a thing when I had her. And I can honestly say that I didn't feel qualified to share my story. What I've seen on social media around Black Maternal Health Week have been all of these amazing birth stories. And I've seen a lot of birth stories that these mothers are having their babies at home and it's going exactly the way that they dreamed it would. Things are unmedicated. Like, I, I've seen all of these wonderful, beautiful success stories. And because I've seen all of these beautiful, successful Black birth stories during Black maternal, is it Black Health Maternal? Yeah. Week. I am, I'm be honest with you. I did not feel qualified to share my story. Mm. I didn't want to talk about my experience with Kamayu or even Kamali. And it's not something that I have even fully processed. But I think it's important to acknowledge those feelings as there are so many different birth experiences and it's important to talk about them all. Mm -hmm. But I really love how, and to that point, right, Omari is somebody that went to Hampton, although we weren't there at the same time.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But someone was kind enough to connect us after we had Uh, experienced the double transition of Kamayu and they connected us because he also had a a daughter, is that correct? A son. He had a son but two weeks after his wife gave birth she lost her life.
0: She passed. Mm -hmm.
1: And so we had this intersection of grief and I remember talking to him in the car that day and so to, here we are again, it's important to look at the journey. Here we are hugging, hugging one another in Oakland after the screening of his documentary that honors his wife called Aftershock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's
1: experiencing and hugging Kamali, right? And he's doing this this. work on behalf of Black Maternal Health Week. That is profound, man. It's huge. It is huge. It It is so incredibly huge to be able to give of yourself after experiencing a loss like that, to find those things inside of you that push you or allow you to make those choices to show up for your loved ones in their absence. So I take a moment to honor that. And I thank you like, for bringing all of the pieces in. Like Everything is connected to Kamayu as we are celebrating and experiencing Kamali.
0: This is all so divine. Fee, I love what you pointed out. And I didn't, I didn't know that you, in your perspective, you didn't feel qualified to share, you know, your birth story. And I think that for me, because my earliest experiences with Black Maternal Health Week, as I recall, come from Amari and Shimani. Mm-hmm. Right? It mm-hmm. comes from that. And the way he and I remain close in each other's life. And he has older children as well, so he's an experienced father. Mm-hmm. And so many fathers were just present for me in this celebration of Kamali. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm.
0: But I found his presence to be particularly uh, insightful and and filled with our story. And the way he hugged her, Mm -hmm. the way he looked me in the eye when he hugged her. So happy for me. I also watched as he hugged you. And I remember my feeling of, it was just indescribable. I couldn't articulate it. Mm. I just saw that I was able to show up with you differently than he is able to show up with his love.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And that touched me that he still had so much goodness to share and sent us on our way. (laughs) So the story is actually told, I guess, in reverse order because he was the very first person To bless us and send us on the way right before the trip, right? Mm -hmm. And I go through all these things. And let me just say this too. I want to name that being a father. And I don't know if more parents or more fathers experience this, but we, you and I take different approaches to the birthdays. (laughs) You, you, you. Like you might look deeper into some plans,
1: mm-hmm. present
0: them to me. Mm-hmm. And then my job is to figure out how to make all these things work and go together.
1: Oh yeah. I'm doing some serious pre-planning. Let, let me just point out, I'm, I'm getting the tutu, the custom onesie, ordering the cake. Like we got to We got to make sure she's styling and profiling everything custom, Elmo shoes, Elmo bow. And
0: you know, as beautiful as they all are, right? Everything, all those things you name, you know, right? They come with uh, some type of price and shipping and handling, right? Oh yeah, no,
1: I'm not thinking. That no, I know, me. I know. That well, putting it down.
0: <laughs> but I also remember feelings of feeling uh, just a little bit not as ready as I wanted to be, hmm. uh, and that pressure of being a father and being a husband and going on the trip and having the family and the logistics and all the things that I think people need and how they should be attended to if they are traveling. There's a certain level of hospitality that I like to engage in. Mm -hmm. There's a certain level of non-worry I like guests to have to be able to engage in just as a token of my appreciation for coming to celebrate my family. And I did not feel as ready to offer those types of experiences and or amenities before this travel. Mm. So I think it's really easy to name all the good things and the fun and the recap and highlight. But if I think about some of my more human feelings, I remember some feelings of feeling maybe a little bit limited in my ability to do what it is that I set out. I wanted to do. Mm. And if I think about that earliest feeling, that limitation I felt, of not being as prepared uh, and let's just be let just be honest, right? It's like I'm talking about things surrounding discretionary income mm. to be able to absorb somebody else's care to make it more convenient for them,
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: That's what I wanted to do, but I was not able to do. But yet still, it was the most beautiful trip. <laughs> and it was a model of collective efficacy where many hands made the work light.
2: Yeah.
0: And this could be true for a mother or a father, but I think from my lived experiences, a lot of fathers might have that, just the pressure of the, of what you feel are like how you want to show up as a provider, Mm -hmm. as a partner. And I just want to just say out loud how grateful I am, how thankful I am for the kind and generous gestures of our community, but also in the ways that God saw me as enough, even when I didn't see or felt like I had enough. Mm -hmm. The affirmation reminds me and God's love for our family reminds me. But in every intersection, the type of accommodations and the type of grace and generosity that was able to be displayed, not just by me as her father, but by the collective of people who came to celebrate her, was even more beautiful than just our family doing
2: it. Mm -hmm.
0: I looked around and it was the same cast (laughs) that was there in our grief. There's a photo In the home, upstairs on the wall, where all these hands are reaching around and touching Kamayu. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: And almost all those hands from that photo were in her birthday celebration. Yeah. Playing a part. Yep. Many hands make the work light. Yep. And I just have this deep gratitude because I'm realizing, oh, I don't know nothing yet. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful position to be in. I I know the knowings, I know the habits of mine, but I do not know how beautiful this thing turns out. And it's getting increasingly more beautiful. And for every challenge we endure, the beauty is even of a greater proportion. And I just have to name that because I think it's really easy to look at the pictures and take the pictures and feel good but there were also feelings inside me as a father Mm. that felt a bit challenged. Uh, But difference doesn't mean deficit. Hey, now, And there were no deficits.
1: I know. That part is true. Yeah. I feel like we like took you all over in our processing of Kamali's birthday. You know, um, but... I think what I love about this is remembering all of the parties that were involved, right. Mm -hmm. And looking over and looking back and at the journey and, and seeing how we're all still very much connected and what a blessing it is to be able to celebrate her now in the fullness that we were able to do it. Like to be, to be present in both the grief and in the celebration of, and to be able to celebrate both of those children, like it is incredibly profound. I'm I'm grateful for my loved ones
0: to the affirmation that began us in today's episode, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which reads:
1: is it all, all I have in this moment,
0: all I have in this moment is the present. Who I am in this moment is enough. Hmm. To our listeners to myself, when I listen back to this episode, it's a very special reminder that no matter what you're stacked up against, you are enough. And being able to be present in the moment, that's where the magic is. That's where it happened at each restaurant. In the travel. It was all gestures of being present. I'm going to take a deep breath on that one. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Carriega.
1: With Carriega and Felicia.
0: And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill. From our family to yours, until next time, may we all love more abundantly. Peace.